Welcome to Between a Talk and a Hard Place, a podcast for women bringing you down-to-earth conversations about the realities of our real-life experiences. I'm your host, Lisette McKenzie, author, life and mindset transformation coach, and self-concept connoisseur. And together with my girls, Alicia and Natira, we'll be discussing everything from situations to situationships and the challenges women face every day as we navigate this thing called life. Welcome back to another episode of Between a Talk and a Hard Place. Today I want to share five elements that you should apply to your journey for personal growth. Personal growth is a transformational process of your physical, emotional, intellectual, spiritual, social, and financial status that allows you to shed the familiarity of your comfort zone and move into your next level of potential, opportunity, and understanding. Personal growth will be different for each individual as you may reach different paths on the road at different times or your life experiences may require you to develop in one area more than another at any given time. For that reason, I have to tell you that you should never try to measure your growth against that of someone else because it's not a competitive act. You can and should compare it to your previous self. That's the best way to measure how much has changed since you started your journey. But the change you want to see doesn't just happen. You have to work for it. Many of you have probably heard the phrase, bring your A-game or be on your A-game. And usually, or at least for me, when I hear it, it's being used in reference to sports-related activities. Teams want to win. Fans want teams to win. And of course, individual players want to be a memorable part of the win. So when they reference your A game, they're talking about bringing your all. They want you to commit your time, focus, and effort to winning. And that's what people do. They enter into beast mode to give better than their best to win the game. Now, the self-discovery and mindset transformation coach and me decided that being on your A game shouldn't have to just be about someone's participation in sports. I know for one, I'm not athletic. There's not a single athletic bone in my body. But that shouldn't stop me or you from having our share of wins. People should be given their all in life in general and to themselves specifically. So what does being on your A-game look like from a personal development perspective? When you're working on being a better version of yourself, your A-game should comprise of five aspects. Admittance, awareness, acceptance, accountability, and action. And I'll run down really quickly what I think each of these factors should entail to promote healthy personal growth. First, you have admittance. You have to be honest with yourself that something within you is not aligning with your desired goals. Where you want to be, what you want to do, who you want or need to do it with, when it needs to be done, and why. It's important for you to remember that what's going on inside of you has a way of manifesting itself into your interactions within your environment or directing you to situations that reflect how you feel. We know that the look of things can camouflage what's really taking place behind the scenes. And so when we get caught up in the look, our instinct is to blame the external sources when things begin to turn sour. And when turning sour is on repeat in your life, 
You have to come to the conclusion that the common denominator is not the situation. It's you. When you're seeking true growth, you need to be willing to admit the role you play in your own destiny. You need to be willing to admit that your choices pave the outcomes that you get. So for example, if you're someone who is constantly finding yourself in relationships, which can be either platonic or romantic, that are symbolic of space fillers and energy drainers and void of potential enrichment, it would most likely be beneficial to you to admit that your involvement in the establishment and upkeep of these relationships has remained consistent, therefore your results will remain unchanged. Of course, there may be contributing external factors, but the reality is you can only be 100% in control of yourself. So regardless of what's going on externally, you need to be able to admit what's happening within you because that's the best place for change to begin. Next, you have awareness. So now that you have admitted that a change is necessary, you have to look at the what of the change. That means heightening your awareness of habits that you exhibit, people and places that you frequent, and thoughts that you internalize that takes up time and space away from your productivity and holds no true value to any positive current or future aspect of your life. This self-reflective phase can be one of the more difficult processes in personal development because you're essentially challenging yourself to identify those things that have become a staple in your life and label them as unhealthy to you. That means checking yourself on those, I've always done this, or I've always been like this moments, and directly correlating them with what you feel is wrong or what you wish would change. Because if you do what you've always done, you'll get what you've always got, right? Another important aspect of awareness, of self-awareness, is that you're challenging yourself to look at your flaws and weaknesses and evaluate any preconceived or misdirected thoughts you have about yourself. It's hard not to be subjective, especially when you're looking in the mirror, but subjective thoughts aren't always true. So while it's important to be aware of those thoughts and feelings you have about yourself, it's equally important to determine their validity. In the same example of fruitless relationships, you'll want to seek to understand what is driving your attraction to unhealthy companionship. What are you feeling about yourself that tells you what's wrong? What are you feeling about yourself that tells you the wrong relationships feel right? What are you thinking about yourself that causes you to put limits on your happiness? Next up is acceptance. Just because you admit it and reflect on it, does not mean you've accepted it. Some of the biggest lies we tell are usually the ones we tell ourselves or tell about ourselves. One example that really doesn't need any explanation but is fully self-explanatory is when your mouth says, I'm okay, but your heart, soul, mind, and body cannot agree. You may not be willing to see yourself as a personal fixer-upper but it is necessary. If you can't accept that something is broken or disconnected, you won't see a reason to commit to fixing it. And ignoring it will not make it go away. It will only make you more miserable. 
So why not go ahead and put yourself under construction? Who you are is not who you have to remain. And when you know and accept those things that you consider your ugly truths, you empower yourself with the ability to make the changes you need to be your best self, and you take away the power others have over you when they reference your ugly truths. Accountability. There's a quote that says, accountability is the glue that bonds commitment to results. Let me say that again. Accountability is the glue that bonds commitment to results. If you're out here waiting for a change to come but you're not putting in any work, that ain't gonna cut it. This isn't your regular everyday to-do list, or rather it shouldn't be your regular everyday to-do list. This is your own personal special project and you have to show up. If you're one of those people who have an excuse for every solution, your accountability meter is simply not working. This is your defining moment to take the lead on your life, take responsibility for yourself and management over the happiness and success you're looking to obtain. When you begin to hold yourself accountable, you can shed the weight of being a victim of circumstance because you're actively making more conscious decisions, you're more focused, and it will reflect in your process of engagement. Finally, it's time to take action. Taking action can be a scary process. Knowing and being empowered is only half of the battle, but the value is zero if you don't do anything with them. So map out those steps, identify the areas that need change, and make those moves. Fear may come, but it's not concrete. You need to move through it and make the necessary adjustments to bring out your best self. Now you're A-game ready, and you can call the shots on your personal development journey. Keep the conversation going. Join the Facebook group between a talk and a hard place and share your experiences on becoming a better you.